My name is Melissa Gearing and I am the Naked Naturopath. Thanks for listening in. Hi everybody, welcome to the Naked Naturopath. Today we have a couple of guests on the show, another entrepreneurial couple who I'm super excited to um, talk to as fellow brainstormers. Uh, Chris and Tim Mogg, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Hi, Mel. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I originally messaged you guys and I was like, I really want to talk to you as a couple because I think it's so cool that, you know, you guys kind of do what me and Sammy do and it's few and far between in yeah. terms of finding couples who... And maybe there's a reason why. No. Yeah, because it's super freaking hard. It is really hard. And I wanted to talk to you about like the amazing highs that you can have together and also the really hard slogging that you have to do at yeah. times. And then basically about your lives and, and stuff like that as well. So welcome again. And um, do you want to start by introducing yourselves a little? Yeah, yeah. This is going to be fun. It's a new experience for me because normally people just want to talk to Chris because she's the, the face of the whole living, moving, being thing. Well, she's the pretty thing. one. Uh, but, thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, people forget who's behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, no, that's actually really funny that Tim says that. So together um, we work on a sort of multifaceted health and fitness business and we've called it Living, Moving, Being. Um, it originally started as just um, an Instagram account that I ran, um, which was like a personal health journal space for me but quickly people started responding to that and I really got passionate about helping people respond to that and once I realized that I was starting to field questions you know about oh you know I'm doing this workout and how do I you know tone these muscles or how do I what should I be eating I was thinking man I don't want to be just giving out you know bro science advice like some dweeb <laughs> I actually want to be legit so I started studying my cert three and cool. cert four um, and I just thought, yeah, if I want to be serious about helping other people, because I feel like, you know, Tim and I are really passionate about health, so why not spread that? You know, we've got the capacity. Um, yeah. And so from there, I don't know, it's been a really mixed little journey. We didn't know what we wanted to do specifically. We've just, opportunities have come up and we've taken them and we're enjoying the ride. Do what you do. Yeah. And your qualification, Tim, does that come into it? Yeah, so I'm a physio. I've um, been a physio for six years since I graduated from Newcastle. And so that's not a direct sort of part of the whole living, moving, being business. Um, I work full time as a physio in a hospital doing inpatient rehab mostly. So the whole physio degree just gives me um, a sort of a science-based perspective. Um, I've had a lifelong interest in exercise. So um, Chris has the drive, the, the direction and the creativity and she just gets to run stuff through me and I'll tell her mm. what I think. He's very much my um, moderator in yes. all things. As Sam is mine. Yes. <laughs> and it's great. It's really, It works really well. I mean, it does also mean that we argue a lot, but it's always constructive, yeah, discuss. enjoyable. You know, yeah, discuss. Huggy, come it's on. a nice, nice it's, way we, Sam it. and I say debate. Yeah, we debate. We debate a lot. Yep. You know, and that's good. It keeps our minds fresh and, yep. you know, clear. And But also your physio stuff will give you some cred. Oh, into, oh, you know, some credibility. <laughs> well, because... See, I, I have a bit of a social media presence, about a hundredth of Chris's, um, <laughs> as the fit physio. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to just say, you know, this is what I think and um, this is the, the stuff I'm looking at research-wise and 
um, you know, most of the sort of fitness, active, sports-based stuff is really different from my day job. Um, I'm looking mm. after people who've had strokes in their 60s, 70s and 80s and um, I see that end-stage sedentary lifestyle, bad diet consequence, mm. um, but it's, it's great to be able to get there at the start of that process and work with people who um, you know, may have seen that in family or friends and they're making positive decisions yeah. of their own. So, so yeah, true. it's good. So true. And they're saying, I don't want that to be me, so mm. what can I do now? Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, that's herbal medicine too. It's preventative medicine. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Come in, my, my dad's got high blood pressure. Mine's going slightly up. Doctor wants to put me on medication straight away. Is there anything I can do to kind mm. of, you know, circumvent that happening? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. Mm. Let's, let's do it. You know, and that's a really easy fix. And exercise is something that will help immensely mm. with that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't think of one thing that movement exercise doesn't actually treat yeah you know, it affects everything yeah positively obviously <laughs> i have a bias because my husband is yeah. you know <laughs> exercise physiologist but he was saying the other day about exercise um he's always talking about chronic illness which is what you work with a lot in the hospital versus healthy populations yeah and how much more exciting and passionate he is about healthy populations mm. because that's where you can really make the make change. a change yeah yeah, yeah. so true there are some things that you can break and just not put back together again. Yeah. So, you know, you can always figure out where you're at and move forward positively from that space, but really... There if, are some things you can't yeah, come back Yeah, you can't just abuse yeah. things and, um, you know, hit the reset button and go mm. again. You've you got to figure out where you're at and move forward from there. So it's always much better to have, you know, people around you and, um, you know, communities, friends families that um, you know set people up in the right space to mm. start with um, so we've got healthy healthy people yeah. yeah yeah awesome I talk a lot about finding like-minded people that you can enjoy this stuff with yeah and I know that you guys found um, you know came together with exercise not straight away but <laughs> after <laughs> some time Tim, and Tim's been my my influence yeah definitely yeah but yeah it's so nice yeah so I so see you Cracking a giggle at my smile there. Bill. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've always been into exercise. My um, my dad, I think, sort of thought of himself as a bit of a sportsman. So he had me and my brother out from pretty young, just kicking balls and hitting balls and um, running around. So, um, but Chris's family was just really different. They're really creative yeah, and really different. musical. Um, yeah, so it wasn't until I came on the scene that um, I just introduced her to the idea of sport and activity and, and health and nutrition as something to think about. Mm. And yeah. I think the reason why I've become so passionate about like pursuing this as a career, I mean, I was teaching primary, really happy in my job, love it, still do it three days a week. But the reason I just thought, you know, I've actually got to do something about this is because I didn't know any of what I know now being brought up. And I don't want other people who could be experiencing this amazing side of life to miss out on it. So I'm like, I've got to get out there and like spread the gospel of fit. You know Mm, what I mean? I know that sounds cheesy, but no, no, not at all. I came from a similar family, not one outdoor outing, never to the beach. You know, we lived like around the corner from Redhead the whole, my whole life growing up and we never went to the beach. I only ever went to the beach as a teenager when my friend's parents would take me and my mum and dad would freak out, you know, they literally thought I was going to die in the waves because we didn't do that. Yeah. We didn't go to parks and stuff like that. And we didn't exercise. And I actually only started exercising probably two years before I met Sam. Mm. Wow. Full stop. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Testimony. Yeah. <laughs> well, you feel better. You t- it's oh. not hard to keep 
exercising yeah. when you feel great That's for so it. True. And um, it's kind of addictive. It I got to say, <laughs> for that reason. But lucky we have moderators in our life. Yes. <laughs> but for you guys too, like, um, I know that for me and Sam, it's a big part of our relationship now. Oh, yeah. Because we work out together and we enjoy that side of things. And I'll say, how was your class or how was your workout or whatever. And then we can really relate to each other too. Yeah. If you guys find that it makes it easier, you know, and has a connection there for you guys. Yeah, completely. Um, especially with the psychological aspect. So usually if we're going to tackle a new challenge, we do it together. So mm. last year that was marathon training. This cool. year it's CrossFit. And it's really awesome riding that emotional journey of, oh, wow. Oh, wow, I suck. This is so hard. No, babe, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. Now give yourself a bit of slack. You know, it's really yeah. interesting going through that together and um, analysing each new thing that we take on and saying, okay, how's my body responding? How's yours? And it sounds really silly, but it's been a beautiful thing for us to bond over in our relationship. I don't think it know? sounds silly at all. <laughs> well, that's because yeah. you do when it as well. Sam and I did, we started weightlifting um, like almost a year ago and we've just kind of come to the end of that and going back to CrossFit. We put on a lot of weight doing weightlifting, which is what, what happens you do, when yeah. you lift. And so we would kind of bounce that off each other and say, oh, babe, you know, do I still you look okay? Like, yeah. We're <laughs> in that same boat right now. Because yeah. <laughs> you do. If you move from running or something yeah, really yeah. cardio-based to Your body changes. more weightlifting, yeah. yeah. And it's nice to have that touch. It touch is. Stone and and yeah. it's exciting. Like, at, it's, and that's what I've always said to Tim. It's really exciting seeing how your body actually responds to what you do to yeah. it. Um, and when it's good things that you're doing to it, that's really exciting. I mean, everyone knows that their body's going to respond crappily if they're putting crap in it. Mm, we definitely. all know that. But, yeah, reversing that, flipping it on its side and being like, well, let's see what I can do with this. I've been given a body. Let's see what I can do. And that's a really nice mentality. Yeah, and just give it a go. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple, right? Yeah. You don't have to start with marathon running. No. <laughs> you just have to start with something. Um, and there's heaps of support that you can get to do that as well, oh, which yeah. is awesome. If, if you're willing to look for it, yeah. yeah and try different things. Um, for what's your like definition, I guess, for you guys, you, you try all these different things, um, in terms of exercise and stuff like that. What's your definition of health? You know, if you're always kind of changing the too big a scope of question, I'll let yeah. you go first, babe. Oh, <laughs> I haven't thought about it for a while, but if you asked me a year ago, I would have said, um, good blood chemistry and pain-free <laughs> movement, you know, um, so probably that's a physio hospital based mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know, um, and that's, that might be a response to people worrying about their size or how fast mm -hmm. they are or what's going on. And you know, all of that stuff doesn't matter too much as long as literally you you don't have to be having your bloods done all the time, but you know, if you're of the age where you need a GP checkup, um, you know, that is a marker of how healthy you are mm -hmm. and, and your diet will show what's going on there. Um, and then the same thing for pain-free movement. You know, you might need to deadlift 200 kilo, but you should be able to get up and down off the floor without things mm. hurting. And yeah. if it does, you need to get that sorted because mm. that's that's not healthy. Um, mm. Yeah, and so some people see health and fitness as, you know, just having a six-pack or um, being able to smash out a 10K, but that's not something you need to do for the rest of your life, and it's just a short-term goal. Uh, yeah, mm. so... That's mine. Yeah, I think for me, um, health is about caring about the way you move, what you put into your body, and the way you think. Mm. 
Does that make sense? So yeah, I'm very much of the mind health is just as big of a factor um, thought. And, but yeah, for me, it's a lot about, yeah, putting effort into looking after what you've been given. So, um, and to me, that's achieved through your movement and through food. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I would have said mm. just being happy. <laughs> Because, oh. which sounds really simple, but well, I think you probably need all those three things yeah, in order to achieve. Yeah, definitely. That. But yours is very clinical, Tim. Very. Thank yours you. is maybe <laughs> a bit more, you know, airy fairy. Yeah, well, I was well, gonna say hippie. Yeah, a bit hippie. I'll take that. It's fine. For me and Sam, our workouts really keep us our minds settled. Mm. You know, because we've both been through the anxiety, depression mm-hmm. journeys, and I actually started working out for that reason. So for me to be happy, yeah, that's all I need. Awesome. Yeah. No, mm. I relate to that a lot. Mm. I'm a quite anxious person. My mind's always going, mm. but in the middle of a workout. It's nice and quiet. Yes. And then you can funnel that anxiety into productivity. Mm. I'm always talking about no, productive absolutely. anxiety. You know? yeah. <laughs> how, how can we use it to our advantage? Can we? Yeah, that's a really good way of And then it. we get our husbands to ground us. Yes. Which is good. You've got to find that balance. Yes. They have other functions too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They do. <laughs> they do all right. I was talking to Sam about a six-pack the other – oh, I think it was even last night. And I was just like, it's so ridiculously unachievable for the everyday person. For most people, yes. Yeah. yeah. A six-pack is, yeah, you're you're getting paid to be an athlete mm-hmm. or you're literally caveman running after a beast, wild beast, you know, to kill it and eat it. If you want to be extreme, you have to do extreme, extreme things. things. And mm-hmm. a six-pack is extreme. Yeah. But it's been thrown into our face as a normal, this is healthy, mm-hmm. you know, this is what you should look like. And something I deal with in the clinic every day is women's um, perspective on their bodies as well. Yeah. And a, for a woman to have a six-pack, she pretty much has to have no period. Yeah. You yeah. know, which is so unhealthy and um, really worries me. Yeah, long me. term, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like for, for you not to have a bleed because you're too thin or your body fat percentage is too low. Mm. And we're actually talking about one of our friends who's a great example. He's like 5% body fat, um, which is like, you know, really, really low. Cover model. And he, he is very, very sexy, but chronically inflamed, always sick. You know, last week he had conjunctivitis. The week before he had a cold and flu. He's always got flare-ups in his joints, you know. Um, and that, So, yeah, is he healthy? Yeah, is he well? that's the question. But Manny looks great with his shirt on. Put him on the yeah. cover. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I just think health for me is that balance. Yeah, for sure. And I can see that in you guys too, which is why, you know, you've got beautiful business name in balance oh, yes. yeah which is awesome yes that's another thing that keeps us really grounded i think and it's good because it's like a little mantra that we have always to remind us you know what is the most important thing it's just living moving and being that mm. being part is my favorite part of it just be content be yeah. you be be i used to think be content was such a negative thing i'm like no no i always want to strive for more and I think oh, Sammy has really taught me that, no, being content is just being happy yeah. and really stable where you are. Yeah, that's you know, it. Not always searching for the next high. Yeah, agreed, agreed, yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, I like that. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So you guys try loads of different exercises. Oh, yeah. And have you ever found that one in particular is what really suits you and you kind of always do that in the background of trying all the other things? Yeah. Running. Running? We love running. Yeah. Because there's a big movement, like, um, lately, I guess, in research with exercising for your DNA. Oh. And finding the perfect kind of exercise for, for you. you specifically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard about this, Tim? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's I heard about it. 
He's very smart. Yeah. Great <laughs> And good looking. It's only a podcast. We need to get <laughs> what a, a shame. A, a we'll put a picture up for you guys. Yes, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know what my genes would tell me, but what I know feels good and I've done my whole life is just yeah. um, come home and go for a run. Mm. Um, just a really good way to just clean my head and just be in the zone. Um, I never really did it with music and sort of, you know, turned that up. It was just always mm. um, either a, a couple of laps around the block or um, in the bush, mm. um, which is really nice. Um, yeah, I, like I started running early high school after I broke my leg and I was in hospital for a long time. And I came out at the end of year seven, just a, a blobby little white kid <laughs> um, after being inside for a long time. And, um, you know, from starting to walk again and then feeling a bit stronger, I was like, I'll see if I can run a little bit. And no real coaching. Um, I just got out and just started running a bit further and a bit further. And, um, yeah, started loving it, reading it. Um, went to the library, reading about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah, in my life, um, my, my dad taught us how to play sports but he wasn't really into fitness mm. and I've really just um you know taken that on my own and yeah. um and then brought Chris into the fold definitely and, yeah. and it just boggles my mind that you had just that instinctive natural desire to move all the time because I was literally a couch potato like mm. the definition of couch potato sitting on the couch eating potatoes <laughs> like I'm not even kidding um but yeah I when I yeah got together with Tim and just saw how elated he was when he got back from the run and he'd want to talk about it and I'd be like I have no box in my brain to put this in this sucks I want to be part of that world yeah and yeah but it's interesting what you say about the um genetic predisposition you know because mm. I always think about that with anything you know um I'm I can play the piano really well because I've been brought up to be. But my mum has always told me, no, 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 you're musical, it's in your genes, right? Yeah. Because her family. But, you know, I've been learning since day dot how to play. So how much of it is nature and how much is the environment nature. that you put in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I love the nature versus nature. It is like, we could do a so whole other podcast on that. We can and we should. <laughs> <It'd be great. laughs> um, and what about, like, so... The other thing, you know, is eating for your genes. You know, mm. you exercise for your genes, you eat for your genes, you look at what your ancestry tells you. And you can do, like, blood tests now to tell you what exercise and what food is going to suit you. Um, but if you're in tune with your body, I really believe that you can tell. work that out mm. for yourself. Well, how, is, how does food play a part in your health for you guys? Um, okay, so for me, food is... I'm just always looking at different ways of eating that are going to support the movement that I'm doing. Mm. Um, so, and I'm interested in finding out from reliable sources, not just making it up as I go along. I do a lot of asking other people, um, specifically professionals that I know, for their advice and a lot of reading and things like that. But um, nothing beats trying it out in your own body yeah. and seeing how you feel. Yeah. And I am guilty of – I mean, I – since I've been exercising, that instantly was a really big motivator for me to just eat really well. Mm. And I, yeah, I just eat healthily. Uh, what someone from the outside would say is a healthy diet. But if you're getting into the sp specifics of it, I think, uh, like, I'm guilty of having too much of the really good stuff that I know I love because I know, well, it's good for me. So just, like, I, what are you talking about, eggs? Fruit. Fruit. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. So just recently I've made a conscious decision to cut down on it because I realized it was getting out of control. So what was the main kind of thing that you were like, okay, I'm having too much fruit? Why did you think um, that? I was speaking to someone else actually who was saying, oh, yeah, I don't eat any fruit. And my brain instantly when they said that, I was like, and this was a dietitian, I was like, what? <laughs> I cannot imagine a day without fruit. And then I was like, what? Why can't I imagine a day without fruit? Where has like life led me that I think I can't live without something? So I was like, let me think about this and see. I'm lifting a lot of weight at the moment. I'm not running as much as I used to. I wonder what my body actually does need. Mm. And so I've decided to reevaluate just the portions of what I've been having. And yeah, I'm in a cool process now figuring out what to eat. It's really, having fun with it. It is interesting. The different exercise requires different nutrition. Oh, yeah. I feel like that it does. But Tim has a different sort of food philosophy. Do you want to... Tell me about it. What is no, my philosophy? Well, I always accused him of literally just eating everything and anything and loving everything. Yeah, it's yeah. not quite that simple, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel like, especially compared to Chris, I had a fairly decent understanding of good food as I grew up. And so I ate a really wide variety of food and loved everything there's there's literally nothing that i don't like and really enjoy not that i just yeah. sort of yeah. you know just blase with every food it's like i really enjoy lots of different food so that's what i eat <laughs> that's great. and that's it is i think great. that's Lucky pretty you, healthy hey. um you know most of the stuff that we do eat is um is pretty healthy fresh mm. food and um that's my philosophy just yeah. um Eat when hungry. Mm, um, stop when full. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I don't think about it too much. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah, it is great. And I mean, you take one look at him, and you know it's working for him. He's a healthy, beautiful person who's you know nothing's falling off him. Mm. So <laughs> that's good. There's um, always that argument like, yeah. uh, is exercise more important or is food more important? It's mm. just the combination. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like, Move would you prefer day. to have fuel in your car or wheels on it? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah let's talk good. about the fuel in your car. Don't think yeah. about the wheels. Yeah. There you go. So you can yeah. use that. <laughs> <laughs> Next podcast. Um, that's what I'll name it. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I think you were saying what were you saying? Is food or exercise more important? I think that's because people cannot get away from the fixation in their head that both of those things are purely there to make you look good. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're there as a way to get a hot body. And it's like, no, these are things you're going to have to do till the day you die when you're going to be a granny. Your body yeah. isn't – you're not going to worry too much about whether it's mm. hot then. Just focus on – making it feel good yeah yeah oh definitely one yeah. of my passions is really taking people on a journey from their weight loss goals to a healthy lifestyle yes, goals yes because so many people are obsessed with wanting to lose weight which is great and i think that obsession is needed in the start to really motivate them to mm-hmm. get those big results where at they're first. At. Yeah. but they've got to stick with it you know like mm-hmm. and they've got to make changes that are going to be sustainable mm-hmm. for the long term yeah. and uh, able to maintain you know like i don't want to put people on a soup diet and then mm. they can't enjoy food with their family. Mm. And how long can they do a soup diet for? Yeah. And then as soon as they start eating real food, they're going to put weight back on. Yeah. And, you know, like it needs sure. to be sustainable. sustainable. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. And enjoyable. Like a big part of food is just, it gives you mm. joy. Mm. Yeah. Like you said, it makes you happy. Yeah. It's got to. Absolutely. And there, there are lots of just innate skills of how to, you know, shop 
plan mm. a meal, yeah. divide the, the portions yeah. into plates, mm -hmm. you know, and I've been reading labels just because that's what my mum taught me when I was in the supermarket mm -hmm. five years old. Mm -hmm. And it's oh. like, look at how much sugar's in this. I, Which one should we it's choose? It's a hobby for me. And, yeah, um, now it is for me. When that world was opened yeah. up to me, I was like, <gasps> when you've what? got all of that there, you think, no, it's simple, just eat good food. Mm. But there are all these tiny little skills that you've just got to yeah. be happy to work on one by one. Yeah. And, you know, find out where you're at, yeah. make that one little step forward, a positive mm -hmm. change, and then just, you know, reassess, stay there, whatever you need to do, then and hopefully time. move yeah, forward. Yeah, take one of the time. things about that journey is that it takes a really long time. Yeah. And I had people at my Not Just Another Detox last year, year before, who've come this year again. And they keep going on that journey, you mm -hmm. know, like, because that, that's the whole point of it. Yeah. You just keep doing it, learn new things, add to that base. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah, I have a few friends who quite often say things to me like, oh, I've been so naughty this week, like I've eaten XYZ junk food or oh, I didn't go to the gym. I'm like, that's okay because next week is just cool. around the do corner. That's cool, do it tomorrow. Yeah, like <laughs> if you want to do it, you'll do it. Yeah. So yeah. you or obviously didn't want to do it. even just attaching a moral obligation yes. to food. Yeah, like it's I'm just naughty. food. Like, just or good or bad food. Yeah. 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 Like, is, it, is it serving you? Is it helping you run faster? Do you care about that? You know, yeah. what's more important to or you? Or were you out for, with friends and you wanted and to have some birthday cake? And it's nice. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, own it. If you did it, own it. Yeah, that's it. There and was move on. some interesting um, talk on the radio the other day about bringing back um, like cooking skills. You know, oh, what yeah. do you call it in high school? Um, home ec. Food tech. Home ec. Oh. Yeah, and food tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sewing, cooking, mm -hmm. like basic mm -hmm. skills that uh, the generation after us just doesn't have. Yeah. They do not have it. Like yeah. I teach my brother to cook. Mm. I gave him my cookbook for his birthday. And, you know, that, that was his present. Because he does love to, but he doesn't know how. Mm. You know, even just to cook a chicken, he'll, like, call me and be like, so yeah. what do I do with the chicken? And I'll, like, go through it with him. And, you know, I have a real passion for that, so I, I taught myself how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I just think those basic skills are missing oh, in some totally. cases. And the interesting thing is it's that it falls to school to be picking up that slack because it's like the cycle has been broken um, parents aren't handing that skill down to their kids anymore. Well, and parents is that, don't have time. Yeah, so I was going to say processed time food. Issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was it on the way home. Mum would be like, "Ah, oh, it's seven thirty. Uh, KFC." Mm -hmm. I grew up on Mackens and Coke. Yeah, same. Yeah, same, same. That was my afternoon snack on the way home from school. Yeah, because I hadn't packed myself Not on any the way lunch. to sport. No, on the way <laughs> to the TV. Yeah. I was the same. Yeah. yeah I know so exactly what you mean. The other thing that was going on, on the radio. I was like, I had bran muffins. And, and weed bix. And hummus with Oh, that's like sticks. my dream growing right? I used to swap my canteen bag with kids at school for their sandwich. Same. That's what I used to I, do. No, I used to pay money because I did not have anything. <laughs> I was like, I will literally give you $2 for the lunch your mother has packed for you. Yep. Because I have nothing. And that's nothing against my beautiful mom. She no, was a I nurse. love my mom. You know, she worked nights. She was a nurse. My dad worked his butt off yep. with his own business. And Both my they were just too. busy. Yeah. Like, and they yeah. didn't have any knowledge of food either. So it was... Oh, yeah. And that's, that is the thing. Coke. That's the thing. My, I mean, my mum's... Um, what she would do for dinner is, if she's time poor, she'll sit at her computer doing work. She's very busy. And she'll eat a packet of Jarlsberg cheese. And that's her dinner. And that's, that's just what I grew up watching. Mm. And I was used to. And... I mean, that's not like a criticism on my family. That's just they had different priorities. That was your norm. Yeah, that was the norm. Yeah. yeah. But it is interesting as an adult being influenced by other things and really taking something on to this extent. Like we've taken it on to the extent where we've now made it into 
our passion and our business, mm. which we love. So, yeah, it's really exciting. There's this uh, big divide at the moment between, um, I don't know what you call them, you know how there's so many people with opinions on health? Like yes. in health there seems to just be this huge amount of uneducated opinions and talk and... What do you call it, babe? Do you have a name for it? Is it bro science? You've already used uh, that phrase. Yeah, but I was just checking, is that the same thing? It's a special kind yeah. of ignorance, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro and science. you know, yeah. um, Instagram... You know, yeah. just being the go-to yeah. for what is healthy, what is nutrition. That's amazing. How, yeah. how should my body look? Hundreds, yeah, yeah. millions <clears throat> of, you know, followers. so many followers. Mm. And you look at what's being posted and you just think, why is this appealing to people? Mm. Because it's rubbish and it's wrong and... It's shallow. Why? Yeah. But there, there is something about wrong information that people love people yeah i yeah. find you know my biggest um client base comes from word of mouth mm. oh absolutely so what if that word of mouth is like that person really likes that person so they take on what they say and then that mm -hmm. just snowballs mm -hmm. into an incorrect word of mouth which is yeah. what happens with all of the you know health and wellness um yeah for sure. Uh, magazines and publications yeah. that have no real kind yeah. of base in yeah, yeah. expertise. No yeah. yeah, or training. Mm. One of the mm -hmm. big things about naturopaths and herbalists is we're not registered. You could literally you could literally put a sign up over your door right now mm. and say that you're a herbalist and nutritionist. Yeah. Um, if you wanted. Yep. And that's cool. Nobody's gonna come knocking on your door. So Which seems crazy. Yeah. And I, like I love that you brought that up because that's what I thought once my Instagram account got engagement and a following i was like i actually have a responsibility to yes. these people either i've got to stop doing this yeah i know that sounds weird like people are actually trusting They're relying me. on you yeah, yeah so i need to actually step up and be worth being relied on does that make yeah, sense that's like yeah. that's great and it is responsible of you like because a lot of people don't do that mm, true and that's and i think it's just hard to see the forest from the trees sometimes like people follow these accounts that make everything look shiny and they don't realize that all that's being spat out is these little bites of happy, oh, it's easy, oh, 10-minute ab workout, blah, 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 and then you'll look like this. And I was like, well, no, you won't. Like, And the funny thing is people will go back because it's easier to keep following that and not actually do anything. Mm. And But still you feel like I must be getting healthier. I'm following all these mm. people. Oh, it's like a three-day lemon yeah. detox. Oh, yeah. Super easy. <laughs> Just lemon water. And cheap. And then you healed well. Did you want to add anything? Cool. <laughs> what is my next question for you? Ah, oh, how do you stay motivated? Probably each other, really. But like, funny thing is, I don't feel like I have to even try anymore. And yeah. I know that sounds weird. And I'm someone who originally never exercised and like the first three months of trying to run with Tim <laughs> was not pretty like I don't know how he I don't know how it didn't result in death divorce <laughs> I was gonna say divorce or death <laughs> he, he's just Your super patient <laughs> yeah uh, I was really hard to deal with because it was so challenging it put me so far out of my comfort zone mm. and um yeah so I can remember what it was like to need that motivation and to just be like, I need to push myself to go to the gym because I really don't feel like it today. 
but I feel like once you decide, no, this is for me and it's for life and it's because it's good for me, um, yeah, no matter and what. it makes you happy. Ah, it makes me so happy. And it's short-term happy and it's long-term happy. Mm. And I sort of flipped everything on its head and I was like, well, challenge. Like when I'm struggling through a workout, what's wrong with that? Like we're so programmed to think, no, if it's hard, stop doing it. But it's like, no, 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 if it's hard, that's if you're great. in pain, like there's that little bit of pain. Yeah, like you know, a good pain. A good pain. Good like, pain. Like you're like struggling. Like acid pain. Yeah. Um, and so I think... Now, though, when you're so consistent for so long and you see just so many positive flow and effects in the rest of your life, um, yeah, it's just now it's like like eating a meal. Mm. It's just I'm going to move today, wonder what type it will be. So it's nice. Yeah, motivation. Thinking about motivation for just most people, um, it's interesting. If you, if you get home from work and you're thinking – should I go to the gym? It's on the plan. Um, maybe, maybe you need to be planning to go somewhere else. Yes. Um, because yes. lots of people, you know, they see the Instagram or the magazine mm. and you're meant to go to the gym. Mm. For your health, you don't need to go to a gym. Ever. You know, there's, you know, recommendations that are evidence-based to, to get out and get moving and to do you know, some moderate and possibly even some intense mm -hmm. activity um, most days of the week for half an hour. That can be anything. Mm. It can be playing with your kids. It can be some vigorous gardening. We're at the end vigorous of it. Vigorous gardening. You know, like rather yeah, than just know. pottering around. Mm. But we've yeah. actually achieved something useful at the end mm. of it rather than just picked up the heavy thing and put it down yeah. 20 yeah. times. Which um, is also you know, very fun if you like that. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So you don't feel like you have to do something that someone else finds fun because that's their healthy thing. We've just got to get moving more. Absolutely. Know? And that's, that's, I completely agree with you, Tim. Um, that's something that I put in our ebook. So we made a 10 week training program, cool. which, yeah, which is really cool. And self-promotion. Which yeah. we will put a link to at the bottom Excellent. of the podcast. Thank you. No, it's, um, and it's really cool to see the people who buy it responding to it and taking it on because it's not just, spoon feeding them workouts that they yeah, can do. Yeah, take your medicine. It's oh. really like, let's get our minds into gear. Let's think about why we're actually moving. Um, and a big part of it, a weekly part of it, is the adventure fitness session. And that's literally go and do something either that you've never done before or that you know you love doing but you never prioritise it. Because awesome. you feel like it's a, you're like, oh, no, I couldn't possibly dance because we're so busy. I can't spend an hour dancing each week. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's an hour a week. Do it. And it's great right. for you. And I tell my clients, I say, um, you're not going to keep doing it if you don't like it. So find what you do like yeah. and you'll yeah. keep doing That's that. That's what sustainability coming yeah. into it. Yeah. Definitely. And Absolutely. not that I've got anything against gyms. Like it's a great way to get in air conditioning or out yeah, of the we weather. Love Gyms. And that's you where I met you guys. Yeah. There and, yeah, you, know, might, you might meet other people. Yeah. You know, oh, and they might yeah. Even be like I did meet my husband at the gym. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Single ladies <laughs> but, to the gym. <laughs> Get yourselves to the gym. Yeah, and, and it might be a great way to, to fill in, you know, the Tuesdays and the Thursdays to make sure you have some continuity and you're not mm. totally just, you know, deconditioned when you do get some time mm. to get moving again. But it's not the only option. Yeah, I think it. a lot of people just see the dumbbell and that's the only option they've got mm, for such a good point yeah mm -hmm. so the beach that's what i think the beach mm, one of my one of my most favorite clients am she does boot camp 
and she loves it. She does boxing and boot camp, like it's a mixture. Yeah. And they do it outside, they do it inside, they do, you know, like like you know, this unboxing. Yeah. Um, she loves it. Yeah. You know, she's never it's been so a gym fun. person. Yeah. And that's her thing. And she's found it, you know, like later in life she's found it and it's perfect for her. Yeah. And she's like kicking all these goals and achieving everything she's ever wanted, you know, when she's just been uh, in the past to the gym, a mm-hmm. couple of weeks, mm-hmm. hates it, doesn't go anymore. I, Back to the gym. Yeah. yeah. It sounds too like um, with her boxing and boot camp, there's other people involved. And the social aspect is key she's found her little people. she's definitely found her you find people. your family yeah. you know you find and i know like um if you've just been fairly self-motivated with the exercise you do it you tick the box you know you know it's there i think you don't get excited about something until you've got people to share it with mm, yeah, um, yeah and so for tim and i we're really lucky because we created that with each other mm. um, much like you and sam but um when we've since joined other fitness communities and now we're starting our own little small group community you really see that that's actually what the people are there for. Health is also wrapped up in social, like I have a desire to be around other people and to feel good things. Well, that comes back to know? that like-minded, yeah. finding those like-minded people, doesn't it? Mm. Like I love talking to you guys because you're, um, you know, in the same kind of realm mm. of what I think is healthy and yeah. uh, the food that we love to eat. And, you know, like if I fed what I fed you guys, we had a little snack before our podcast. It was delicious. I put that out for my mum and dad. They go, what the? What is this? Yeah. Where's the, Where's the pack and cheese yeah, and Cabernossi? Yeah, yeah. And I'm the like, Cabernossi okay, classic. Yeah, they love Cabernossi. Yeah, and every yeah. time my mum and dad come over, they call and they go, have you got any drinks? And I say, yeah, I've got water. And so they, we'll bring some Coke. To be fair, I'd probably be stoked about the Cabernossi too. He would be. But that's, again, he eats all things. He doesn't but discriminate. You were very excited also about the avocado. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So you've got that nice, you know, <laughs> we, we have things in common. It's so good to be surrounded by like-minded people. And I think to stay on your journey, sustainability, you have to find some people yeah, to support you. them out. Find a buddy, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to get you up in the morning if you're going for that walk on the beach or whatever it is mm-hmm. or to get you to the gym class because they're going to text you and be like, where the hell were you this morning? Yeah. If you don't go, you know, yeah. it's that accountability and that keeps you motivated in the start as well. Yeah. And that's why there's a huge responsibility now that we're doing personal training um, and group training. I just think I am there for them to uh, – I'm there as someone who's found that motivation and now it's my job to spread it. Mm. And it's, it, you know, like intrinsic now. Yeah, yeah, it's intrinsic for me now. So it's like I've got this gift and I want to share that gift with others. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, it's really hot in here. So did you guys <laughs> want to add anything else or will we no. say goodbye? We've sign? really enjoyed chatting. If Good you chat. guys have any questions um, and you want us to do another podcast, please email us at info at mgherbs.com.au. You can get all the links below for Chris and Tim's awesome stuff that they're doing. Um, and thanks so much for being here. Such a pleasure. Thanks Come for on. having Let's us. Let's go now. eat some more food. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs>